This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today, we have Claudia Connors. Claudia is a stager here in the Bay Area with the company Let's Stage It. She's staged homes all across the Bay Area and will walk us through the entire staging process as well as give us tips on what paint colors are suitable for homes in today's market. Enjoy. Go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know how you got into the staging business. Okay, my name's um, Claudia Connors and I am a real estate stager. I work for a firm called Let's Stage It here in the Bay Area. I had my own company for a while. I went to Pinata College for um, design and my specific reason was to get into a firm or get into a design job. So I ended up um, working for Casabella Interiors. I worked for the owner and we became um, partners and we had a retail store, we had design and we also did staging. And we started over in um, Tiburon actually doing um, beautiful spec homes over in Paradise Cay. And we had the furniture because we had the store. So we could basically resource from our inventory in our warehouse for our staging. And um, that's where we, we uh, kicked off. And that was actually in uh, 1999. So basically, we ran the retail. We had the um, store and the design. And the staging just really took off wonderfully. It was just really the biggest success. So eventually, um, we closed down the retail part of it. And I bought the business and ran it uh, for 15 years and it was really me i got an assistant in the later um, last three years that i had it um, but it was a lot of physical work it was all of my design um and now with let's stage it it's a completely different uh situation i know one of your questions uh sean was well, what's the team like and i have four to six guys and where i used to do all of the packing of the boxes and the and the driving of the pictures and choosing all the furniture these guys do um, all I have to do is basically point like in a beautiful design world and they go into the warehouse they load all the boxes they load all the pictures they load all the furniture and when you get to the house they are the ones who go through the house put it all where I uh, designate it to go and then they um, make the beds they steam the bedding they hang the pictures it's and they clean all the glass it's just a beautiful um, well-run machine nice yeah. You know, like design is an art in itself. Like I don't have the eye for it. Right. How, how do you how do you know like what makes a house look good and like what are some of the latest design trends when it comes to home design? Well, what's interesting is um back in the day when I started with um the other company Casabella, it was really a lot uh it was a very eclectic look, which it still is, but a lot of it was Mediterranean. Um the furniture was um either you know, um, one of a kind pieces, or, you know, it was just more chenilles and faux paint. And, you know, that was going away and incoming was the new modern contemporary look. So right now, what you have is the very, um, you can call it the millennial look, you know, that the gray tones are very popular in paint, but you have very clean lines, almost art deco, modern furnishings, you see a lot of um, stainless steel, you see a lot of chrome, glass, but the secret is, is to uh, doing a mix, a mix of furnishings that really complement the homes, 
that you're staging. You don't want to fight the architecture. You don't want to fight the character of the home. You want to go with the rooms and the feel of the home. So um, when I took the design class, I've always loved to decorate. Um, when I was a little girl, I used to change my bedroom around every week and make my seven brothers and sisters come by and see what I had done. <laughs> so I just like inherent. And a lot of people told me I just have the eye. And that's what's really enjoyable in this job and working with clients or working with people's homes is they don't see it. They, they know what they like. They know what they don't like, but they don't know how to get there. And so it's just a natural instinct. So when I actually walk into the house, I have the inventory in the back of my head and I instantly know what I'm going to use in each room. It's just and then what you do is basically accessorize those furnishings with um colors that go with the home that you find in the furniture you use a pop of a color and the space arrangement is what's really key of the furnishings in the room because it's amazing how furniture makes a room look bigger some people look at bedrooms and they go how can we put our bed in here and it's not until you paint that picture for them that they see oh my gosh it works it actually totally works it, can, it looks bigger with the furniture in it and also with staging it's to sell the home you really want to give the person an idea of how they are going to be able to furnish this house. A lot of people are either scaling down or are going larger and they can get overwhelmed just by the, the vacant home. It's overwhelming. So staging does an amazing job in painting a picture um, for their future in that house. Yeah, I completely agree. Like I said, I don't have the eye for it. And when I invited you to come work on some of our projects, uh, after you guys turn it around, it looked completely different. and amazing and i know that if i tried to do it myself i wouldn't know what to put it um, in the home i wouldn't know what kind of colors to put in so it definitely takes a lot of work to do it yeah and it's fun i mean some homes are more challenging than others and because a lot of times you can go into home homes and there isn't really a lot of character there, there might be you know boxy spaces and wow, what do you do? How do you create this space? How do you make it warm? How do you make it inviting? You know, make it work, make it um, flow and the energy, you know, work so that you're very, um, when you walk into the house, it's, it's a really nice energy. So that's what we really focus on because, and what I love to do and take pride on is make it a home that I would live in. I don't do anything that I wouldn't do in my own home. I'm not going to over stage it and overhang pictures. We really use pictures and art to guide people through the home. You don't want to, I always liken it to um, when you go to Hawaii and you walk into that condo and everything is neat as a pin and there's just minimal things. And then in 10 minutes, suitcases are everywhere and it's lived in. You want it, the home to look like it does when you open that door. It's just minimalist. It's well done. And it's very inviting. Nice. Do you, do you have any like design uh, inspirations? Like, do you go on Pinterest or read magazines to get a feel of what's new and what you should be doing for home? I do. I do. I, I follow, you know, um, I follow on Instagram and I follow on Twitter and stuff, you know, El Decor and Architectural Digest and get like a real um, an idea of um, some of the latest, not so much trends, but really kind of like you said, artsy ideas. Um, it's really nice to mix that modern look with something that's just completely um, a focal point, a, a conversation piece. So a lot, a lot of times you can go on and see that, but it's also fun to create it yourself. And I'll do shopping, you know, I'll go around to warehouse sales and design, um, design sales and just see pieces that, um, that would make a real statement 
-hmm. and and we also have an inventory of two very large warehouses so there's a lot coming in and coming out but whenever you need to buy a new item whether it be art or bedding or a piece of furniture for um, one of the homes it just gets you know put into the inventory and it's in your head and you're like this is going to work in so many places and be so great so it's really fun to see those unusual pieces working in multiple places nice and speaking of inventory where are you guys purchasing inventory because some of the pieces look like really really nice and they could be very expensive but maybe you're buying that same look but at a nicer or a more affordable price right right so um so the owner of the business, she does a lot of the purchasing, most of the purchasing, but we also do purchasing because the designers, um, we as designers go and walk through the home and then we give her that information so she can do the proposals, but we're the ones who know what the home looks like, knows what its needs are. So we will actually go out and do the buying for it. But as for the bulk of the furniture, you know, she has a resale license, um, a wholesale license, so she can go on. Um, some of the online um, furniture places that have furniture ready to go right away because in design world, if you're doing custom for people, you know, you're looking at four to six weeks, uh, you know, you're looking at 12 to 16 weeks if you were ordering new furniture. So it's important for her to keep a um, well-stocked um, warehouse full of the main pieces that can basically be used in so many different houses and look completely different. It's, it's great. It's what you add to it. It's that pop of color. It's the throw. It's the throw pillows. It's the coffee table. You know, if you're dealing with like, um, you know, a Spanish style home, you want to play that up. Um, but you still want to be appealing to the new, um, the new buyer who likes that modern contemporary look nice. and make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So do you guys buy it from like Ikea or Living Spaces or like Wayfair? Or is it completely like only wholesale buyers can buy from this special website? Um, there are places that are just for wholesale, but we also implement, I've used Wayfair before, um, um, World Market, you know, these places have great, really individual kind of pieces, um, that can really pull a room together. And when they have their amazing sales, you, you just go in there and you get some of those pieces because you don't want everything to look matchy, matchy. You want it to have, um, personality. And you want signature pizzas that um, that really kind of show off the home too. Nice, it's nice to have. Yeah, absolutely. And if a buyer buys a home, are you guys open to selling the furniture as well? We have, we have in the past. Um, back when I had my my company, um, sometimes that was to our detriment. You know, <laughs> that piece was really a great piece, and we don't want to let it go. We can't replace it. But, you know, um, it does work out um, every once in a while. I mean, I sold an entire condo full of furniture to a lady who was buying it for her daughter. You know, of course, we buy brand new mattresses and stuff. But sometimes it is so um, exactly what they need that we can accommodate them. But usually, uh, usually what they do is they get their ideas from that. And then um, they, a lot of um, people who buy the homes take pictures of all the staging furniture. Because this is how they're going to lay it out, and then they go out and do their own buying. Mm, but we, ha- yeah, we have passed, we have um, sold it to people in the past. Yes. Cool. I have an interesting uh, question for you. So imagine if I want to make a home look really nice. So for example, I have this home. I've had it for thirty years or so, but I don't want to do any rehab work on it. What kind of staging should I do to make my house look nice enough for the market without any rehab? So, like, you're doing your own um, staging to put your house on the market? Something like that. 
Like, yeah. what are the most minimum things that you can do to make an ugly home look nice? Well, the first thing you want to do is you really want to declutter. You want to take away the personal items, the personal collections. You want to take down family pictures. You want to take down if there's too much art on the wall. Um, and family pictures is because people come in and they're looking at everything, you know, and the less you have going on, the easier it is for them to see the beautiful home and to go through it and not get caught up in, oh, this is these people's house. Mm -hmm. So, and, it, and I would always talk to the client. I always say, you know what, this is moving is stressful enough. And this staging process makes your, makes the, you get one big step out of the way before you have to move. So I will go through the house with them and say, get the boxes off the floor, take the trash cans away, um, take the, take all the paperbacks out of the bookshelves. We just want to minimize it and accessorize it very minimalistly. Um, odd numbers are great in design. So it's like, you know, usually you do three things on top of like a console table or a buffet, but um, it's even become a cleaner look um, in these years. You don't, we, you used to set the tables. You really don't do that anymore. It's really just a centerpiece. Um, you might set just with a very simple setting, um, just plates and, and maybe stemware, maybe not. But you just want a really clean look. And so um, you just want to make sure you have things off the floor, away from the wall. And the best thing for your buck is doing a fresh coat of paint. It's it's not as expensive as like the you know remodeling you're speaking of, but it really uh, uh, presents a clean feel and um and a fresh start cool what are the yeah. trendy paint colors that you're seeing in like the bay area um what's really strong right now i mean grays came out like crazy um it used to be you know it used to be i used to have um um monroe bisque was the great neutral light light beige back in the day and now grays came over but grays can be really cold um and really commercial so one that's out right now, we call it a grayish, and the painters love it. And what's really great about it is it doesn't have any influences. So it doesn't pick up pinks. It doesn't throw um, yellows, which is really important. A lot of paints can be influenced by the light they're in and their surroundings. So this Edgecomb gray, it's a Benjamin Moore or Kelly Moore color. It, you don't really see gray, um, but you see a nice, clean backdrop. For modern art, you know, abstract art is very in right now and for clean furnishings. It, and it doesn't scream gray, so it's very popular right now. So Edgecomb Gray is good for the interior, right? Yes. Okay, very yeah. nice. And it's great. And then you pop it with your trim color. Um, some people are using Swiss coffee on the walls these days, but it really uniformly was a great trim color. And, and, and always the trim is going to be in a high sheen. It's going to be in a gloss. And that pop that edgecomb gray it just looks really clean and it's framed out by your baseboard and your crown molding in um a nice off-white which is swiss coffee so you're saying trims uh swiss coffee for trim is still very good yes absolutely okay and then what about for the exterior for the exteriors a lot of people are going with um you know a deeper um kind of a, a deeper um I'm going to call it a chocolate gray is very popular right now. A lot of times you're seeing very modern wood, um, you know, the finishing. And you're also seeing a lot of homes being done in white, which is, which I don't know how long that's going to last. Um, it's almost too much of a stark look. 
but uh, a lot of times you want your home, the exterior, to kind of model what you're going to see when you walk in. So if you've got these nice, really clean edgecomb gray walls, you might have a deeper hue on the outside of the house, and it might be a little bit warm. It might have a little bit of uh, chocolate to it, which looks really nice, of course, with that white trim on your house as well. Interesting. So the color is called chocolate gray? Um, no, 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 no. There's um, exterior colors are... Um, they're more like in the mochas um, and then in the taupes. I don't really have one off the top of my head right now, but um, that's what's popular. All right. So I'm going to type in mocha gray. Does that look right to you? Yeah, that's pretty dark though. So what's really cool is it can be cut. So you won't lose the intensity of the color. It just won't be, it, you're going to have the same hue. It's just not going to be as dark. But when you're dealing with an outside house, it, it can handle it more than it can in the interior. Can you say again, it can be cut. You mean you can like add like a white to it to make it lighter? Yeah, painters cut it. Yep, yep. Okay. And give you a couple patches. And it's really important to see those patches outside in the light because the color is all about the light. Yep, that's right. You got to paint a couple of times and check it out. Yep, yep. And you got to see it in the morning. You got to see it in the noon. You got to see it at night. Absolutely. But that's how a lot of people, you know, choose their colors and their friendly neighbors is when they drive around the neighborhood and they see some homes being remodeled and painted and they see it. And they, it, it, design is such a visual process. And that's why people are overwhelmed by it. It's just, oh, I can't do this. But when they see what they like, you know, you might get a knock. I mean, I know when we painted our house, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> it's like, what color is your house? Mm-hmm. And I was happy to give it out because it's a very nice color and it's, you know, it's a friendly neighbor color. Yeah, absolutely. So I know doors. Uh, I was told that black doors are in. And some people told me to paint my door yellow. <laughs> I wasn't very sure about that. What are your opinions on door colors? Yeah, I, I've seen the yellows out there. And there, there are so many different yellows. But there's been some very intense, like, you know, canary yellows. And it's kind of a fun trend. And it can be on a blue slate gray house. It can be on a mocha house. But I wouldn't go with black. And the main reason I wouldn't go with black is black really shows a lot of dirt and a lot of wear. And it also gets very hot. So if your uh, door is western facing or south facing, you're going to get a hot, hot front door. And if you don't have the protection above um, to, to shade it, you're not going to be happy. So when you rather go with black, a better color to go with is like an espresso like a charcoal, something that's a little softer than a black. And it will still have the same effect. It's just not going to be so, black is like really not a color. It's just a force. Interesting. Espresso yeah. color. You, yeah. Okay. You can use it as, you know, some people use three colors. They do the, the, the walls of the outside of the exterior of the home, and then they do a trim, and then they do like a third little piping maybe in the windows. Um, and that's where you might want to do a black accent, but you might want to just do the black in your, in your um, fixtures, you know, your outside fixtures, because what it is, is it's providing that strong contrast. Black fixtures, so. Uh... So like, you know, the um, you'll see um, bronze, you'll see black. So right. we're talking about the light in the entry. We're talking on the lights on the other side of the garage, talking about just the lighting on the outside of the house. And so those fixtures in your hardware can be your black. Like your door handles and stuff too. Exactly, exactly. Okay. You'll get a lot of bang with that. Um, just with those pops of just that deep contrast. So is, you know, those black fixtures in now or do you people like, what's it, the silver, the nickel, brush nickel? Yeah, and those are a lot of times interior. They do better interior-wise, but um, the cleaner look 
is is what's really in. So black can be cleaner than bronze. Um, it just depends on the style of your home. And you know, you see these all these homes really modern fronts these days, and they're using that beautiful natural wood in horizontal panels. And it's just it's wood, and it's a very clean look. But wood is naturally warm. It's so it's a nice. It's a, it plays off of you know the very stark paint job the white trim, and then this warmth of these really nice, you know, wood panels looks great. Cool. And for the yeah. interior side of the door, would you paint the same color as your wall, or would you keep it the same color as the outside? No, you would do it the um, color of the interior doors. Okay. So if it's a natural wood door, then of course it's going to be natural wood and stained. But if you're painting it, you do the, like you do the outside, the charcoal, and then you do the interior, your trim colors of your doors, like Swiss coffee. All the doors are Swiss coffee. So make sure that front door interior is Swiss coffee too. Because imagine having that dark charcoal um, door in your entry that doesn't go with the rest of the house. I see. So you would paint your door the same color as your trim and not the same color as your wall? No, not the same color as your wall. Okay, got it. Yeah. That would be a different look. I, I, I wouldn't do that intentionally. Because um, just imagine your wall would come along and then you'd have the um, casing around it. Yeah. In a trim color. And then you would have, and especially for a front door, because a front door is, is a prettier door. It's a, it's a different door usually than the interior doors to the bedrooms. Got it. So you'd have that trim for the door as Swiss coffee and then the door as well, Swiss coffee. Yeah. Your trim color or whatever door colors you have. Exactly. Cool. Very cool. Cause like, like I said, I don't have the eye for it. So it has to, <laughs> it comes from practice, I guess, and having to visualize yeah. it in your head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Very nice. Can you walk us through the staging process? Like someone calls you, what do you do? So someone calls and it's either a realtor or it's an owner and they want to get their house ready for the market. And so they want to basically schedule a walkthrough, a preview of their home. And, uh, and mostly it is the realtor calls. And so I'll get the address and I'll um, designate a time and I'll walk out. And it might be a home that somebody's living in. And I'm actually doing what you asked about earlier. I'm actually helping them work with their existing furnishings telling them what to get rid of, telling them uh, how to prepare. And then I'll come in. I might do some fluff staging, just some tweaks, some art. Um, but it also, it might be a situation where their furniture is still there, but the house is going to be completely vacant. So I walk through all the rooms. I take notes. And I take pictures of all the rooms. And then um, we just send out a proposal based on it's a three-bedroom, master with a bath, um, two other baths family room, dining room, eat-in kitchen, bar, island, eat bar stools. You just take all those notes so um, you know what you're preparing for. And then a proposal is sent out based on the square footage that are going to be um, staged. And these days, it's mostly every room gets staged. It wasn't always every room. And in a huge home, you know, like a mansion or something like that, you don't stage every room. But in a lot of the um, three-bedroom homes, you do. And you do either, you know, you do a child's room with a twin and then a, a more of a teenage or an adult guest room, and then the master room. And then if there is a fourth bedroom, quite often we do an office because so many people have an in-home office. Is there like software that you use to put all the different furnitures together to kind of show your, I guess your, your workers that here's where everything goes or just they're on site with inventory, say this goes there, this goes there? Oh yeah, exactly. You're with them. We all go up together. We, they load up the, um, the trucks. I'm there. We make sure all the... You know, the rugs, the art, the accessories, the furniture all goes on the truck. And so as it comes off, and as they get to know you, they really 
kind of read your mind and take it where it goes. It's really wonderful. But, you know, there is a specific layout. There's a specific space arrangement um, that's in my head. <laughs> nice. And, you know, I have the guys place the furniture. Yeah. And yeah. how long does it's it really, take? Um, it, if we're loading up at 830, we usually get to the home somewhere between 11 and noon. And if I have four guys and let's say it's like a, you know, 1800 to 2000 square foot home, I can be done. We can be done in two to four hours just based on how many of the guys. But with that many guys, they're working fast. They're very efficient. Um, everything is ready to go. And then the final um, the final um, details are hanging that art, making sure those beds are steamed. And it's just, you know, ready to ready to rock and roll. Very nice. Seems like it's very fast and efficient in and out. Yeah. Yeah, with with a team like this, it's amazing. Yeah, what can really be a drawback is traffic or forgetting something, <laughs> right. or you know having to go back and make a second trip, and that's what you want to avoid. You really want, and it's you know you're painting a picture in your head, and um, it's 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 challenging, but it's extremely rewarding too. Nice. Now, are there things that that you know that you wish other people knew? Well, a lot of times, it, you know, I'm being introduced by the realtor and. Um, or even the homeowner, sometimes what's, what the problem is, is that they're still emotionally attached to the home. Oh. <laughs> and you can feel that, you know, and a lot of times by the time they got the realtor there, they're ready to go. They're ready to do whatever you tell them. You're the professional they want to hear. And so you walk through and it's just, it's, it's really nice. It's, a, it's like a meet and greet. They understand um, that, you know, you've done this before. They've probably gone on the website. They've seen some of your work. They've been, I've been highly recommended. So they just complete trust. And then it's a lot of times it's really funny because they'll go, come and go, wow. I mean, we want to stay here now. Why didn't we ever do this? Why didn't we ever do this? And then, then realtors will go, how did you, this house, it looks so great. They, you know, they knew that you could do it, but once you do it, and I mean, I'm still surprised sometimes. It's like, oh, this looks like exactly, you know, this is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. I would live here for sure. <laughs> You know, I feel the same way about all my properties. Like all the properties I flip, I don't want to sell them anymore because they look so nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I can see myself there. You know, you can see yourself there. It just looks, it looks like, looks like home. Very nice. Yeah. So where do you usually service uh, in the Bay Area? Um, mostly the peninsula, anywhere from San Francisco all the way down to um, Los Altos. I mean, sometimes there are jobs that we take over in the East Bay. Um you know, dealing with the bridges and the traffic these days, there's enough business, I think, here on the peninsula um, and in the city, um, just because once you throw in that bridge and a truck and furniture, you know, it just, it, it can really tie up a lot of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So I like to stay on the peninsula personally. Um, yeah. From the city all the way down. Sounds good. And how can people yeah. get in contact with you? Um, they can reach us through Let's Stage It, um, letstageit.com, our info at Let's Stage It com. Perlene is the she runs the office and she schedules the walkthroughs. And on that website, also you'll see examples of the work. Sounds good. Do you have any other final comments that you like to share? It's always worth whether you have just a small amount of work to do or a full staging to do in your home. It's always worth calling and just having someone come out and walk through and give you some ideas. We can do that as well, just so that you feel that somebody else is helping you along in this process. Because it is very important to show a pride of ownership in your home if you're trying to sell it and to present it in its best light. And um, I mean, there were, there were a couple of clients back in the day. I remember this one lady, 
she was kind of had an Amish uh, minimalist attitude. That was her style. And she was very angry that her husband and the realtor said that her house needed to be staged. So I went down there and saw her taste. And I really pride myself in marrying into somebody's home and their style. I'm not going to fight their style. This is their home. So I ended up using pieces from the store and just had a few things that went with what she had. And she called me and she was, she was like in tears. She goes, oh my God, I was so, I was so against this, but can I buy the tiles you put in the kitchen and the rug you put in the family room? And the, she goes, you made my house look, she goes, you did it and you didn't, you, you went with my style. And I go, oh, I go, of course, of course, I can't fight your style because everybody would see that. You've got to make it all work. And another thing is don't understage and don't overstage. You can't make it look like someone's half in and half out because um, that's, that's, what, that's what it looks like. It looks like, is somebody moving out or in? You want to make a, a complete canvas of what this home can look like. Very nice. And yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for being on the podcast today. And I think a lot of people learned a lot from everything you told us, especially about the design part. It's very helpful. Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. Thanks a lot. Here are some of the key takeaways that I got from today's interview. It's hard to have an eye, but you can easily copy the latest trends by following kitchen and bathroom designs on Pinterest and Instagram. Don't over or understage your home. Make it look inviting, as if someone could live there. And you want to make it as minimalist as possible. If you have an old home and want to do the least amount of work to put on the market, declutter the home, take away any personal items, and just slap a fresh coat of edge comb gray paint all over the walls. It will make the home look much better and will enable you to get more for your home. Hope you learned a lot. Thanks and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating. It'll take less than a second and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at seanpanrealty at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-P-A-N-R-E-A-L-T-Y at gmail.com. Thanks and have a great day.